Hello, and welcome to another episode of What You Say, where we are two moms here to encourage, empower, and inspire with love and laughter. I'm Amber. And I'm Melanie. Hey, Mel. How you doing? I'm hanging in there. I understand. I understand. Well, guess what? I'm freezing cold out here. Girl, it's so cold. It's snow, honey. I'm so glad we didn't get all the snow today. was thinking that we were going to get, but. We got enough. Oh, I got to dust off my car and everything else, but I'm freezing. <laughs> it's so cold. Then I won't comment on my weather then. Oh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Anywho, oh my goodness. So there have been a lot of things that have been going on. And this month, of course, it's the shortest month of the year, but... This month is known as BHM, Black History Month. So we are going to celebrate this month, each week giving you a taste and tidbits and fun facts of those great in Black history. All right. So that's what we're going to do. Yes. But but did you actually Uh know it's not really referred to as Black History Month, but African American History Month? Well, it's both. Because there are folks that are using the hashtag BHM, (laughs) which stands for Black History Month. So African American History Month, Black History Month, it's the same thing, still the shortest month of the year. But anyway... See, what people fail to realize, it's not really a month. See, because as our culture, as the African-American or Black people, we celebrate Black history every day. (laughs) Yes, indeedy. All day, every day. (laughs) That's what it is. So, you know, it's, it's so funny because when I was younger, when I was a child, I was my first starring role in a play when I was in Philadelphia was called That's Me. And it was about um, a little girl who was in school and she just didn't know anything about her history. And it's it's almost like she was ta- she was taken back in time to where she could find out where she came from, who she came from, what was it like, you know, being in the trenches and, 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 talking to different people in history and and learning about different things and it was so amazing because I found out even as I was acting as this person I didn't know a lot of the things that that African Americans did to pave the way for us you know Um, and and you know as I grew older because in school all you really heard about was and I'm not knocking them at all but this is all that they would put on the table during this month was uh, Rosa Parks, Martin Luther King Jr. And maybe uh, George Washington Carver. But those were the three that I was used to hearing a lot, all the time, all the time. And it seemed like, well, was there anybody else? And I think that's why a lot of kids and a lot of people don't realize that there are so 
many things that we use, that we eat, that we wear, that we just do, period, that have been influenced by African-Americans. You know, so, okay, case in point. When it's hot and y'all want a good old-fashioned water gun fight, we don't use those little pistols. We use what? Super soakers. And guess what? The super soaker was created by, who was that male? A black man. <laughs> you know, and, you know, it's and the brush. millionaire now because of it. Is he? Is he? Um, and a little, <laughs> the other thing is that, unfortunately, and we just, we do this to this day. We tend to, we tend to not wait on the blessing and we want that instant gratification. And unfortunately that happened too within our history. Um, Or we did not do things correctly in terms of business. We didn't patent things or copyright things. So they were taken from us or we were, we sold them. So case in point, um, Alexander Graham Bell, y'all know who he is, the telephone. You everybody says, yes, Alexander Graham Bell, he invented the telephone. Well, well, well. <laughs> there was a black man who actually did and sold it to him. Um, then you have famous, famous cookies. Mm-mm-mm. Now, those are some good cookies, honey. <laughs> Chocolate chip cookies. Yes, famous Amos, black man, but he he sold his company, you know, and then we had the potato chip. Now, the funny thing about the potato chip was that it, it was almost like a get back. So this man was in a restaurant and he ordered some hash browns. And so the cook, black man, made the hash browns, but... He said he didn't like the way that they tasted. They were kind of soft and he didn't like that. So he said, oh, I'll fix him. I'll make them crunchy and flat and just as, you know. So he did that. And guess what? Potato chips. But the problem was he never patented it. What a shame. <laughs> you know, so it's things like that. We have to now be more diligent with you know, in terms of our copyrights and patenting and and things like that, even though you may not think that it's something that's substantial, you never know. You just never know. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm not, I'm sorry, I might have missed it, but did you acknowledge the name of the super, super circle inventor? No, I did not. His name is Lonnie Johnson. Yes, yes, yes. Lonnie Johnson. A more modern day inventor and African American. So, you want to? Well, speaking of modern, speaking of modern, honey, modern day, modern dance, ballet, Misty Copeland, the first African American prima ballerina. Yes, honey. (laughs) You know, we. It's, that's, and you know, it's funny because 
the term black girl magic, you know, a lot of people would look at it as saying, oh, it's something mystic and, and superstitious and, and, you know, ooh, about that. But it's not about that. It's about power and resilience and educating, being educated and, and motivated and ambitious. So in that sense, the magic is just, is boldness. Um, so those are the kinds of things that, that we have, you know, accomplished throughout years. And, and there's so many more, so, so many more um, that, that, that we have and we need to acknowledge. Oh, I'm sorry. We forgot about Sojourner Truth and Terriet Hubman because those were the other ones that we, we talked about a lot when we, I was in the elementary school. So, um, and again, not knocking them at all, at all. But um, Mel, have you, do you have any little tidbits for us? Well, you know, I really wanted to just go back and highlight the beginnings of, <clears throat> excuse me, um, Black History Month. <clears throat> and that it actually was started by a gentleman named Carter Woodson, and they considered him a pioneer and giving credit for the Black History Month. He was a child of slaves. He was self-taught in English and math. And at 19, he entered high school and completed four years of education in two years. He earned a master's degree in, at the University of Chicago in history, went on to Harvard to obtain his doctorate. And he, what really sparked him in this whole process of African-American history was that he was looking in books and he was just disturbed how America ignored black, the black population and any contribution mm. to society. They had so he was challenged to begin writing the black um history journal and a little tidbit for us was these were actual it was it was that he was actually the founder of the journal of negro history and we had a collection of those in our home growing up though my dad was not a very well educated man early on he, he went on to continue to get his education, but he wanted to make sure that we had exposure to literature that was about us. And we had this actual collection of Journal of Negro Histories in our home. And it highlighted many of the contributions of African-Americans that you mentioned that you were that you were known to have um, had exposure to in elementary school growing up. So we had the collection of books, which was wonderful. It helped when we were doing our, of course, contributions for Black History Month in school. But long story short, it was in 1926 that he developed the Negro History Week. So Black History Month initially started out as a week. And in 1976, mm. it expanded to a month and he chose February. But the month he had it for began on January 2nd and ran till February 28th. See, a lot of people did not actually know that. 
But well, wait a minute. Why? How, why did it get cut short? Wait, wait, wait. It, it, it changed. Now, see, he he was heavily influenced by the African American population or the Black population, and he chose two people that were influential in that. And he chose Frederick Douglass, and he chose uh, President Abraham Lincoln. And as you know, Douglas uh, was an escaped, he escaped slavery and was an abolitionist and civil rights leader. And his birth date was not actually known because, again, born as a slave, there was no documentation of your birth unless there was someone to write it in a Bible somewhere. But Frederick Douglass chose February 14th as his birthday. President, or the other hand, President Abraham Lincoln, the signer of the Emancipation Proclamation, which was, you know, abolishing slavery in the Confederate States, he was born in February 12th. So these were two people that he found influential and big contributors to um, Black history. So he chose the month of February, and that was the reason for it. But the Interesting fact that I found out was that in the United States and in Canada, Black history was is celebrated in February. But in places like Ireland, the Netherlands, and the UK, Black history is observed in the month of October. So hmm. I found that interesting. interesting. And I think that for me, meeting people from other parts of the world and them having a broader based knowledge of our own history um, was very alarming because even mm-hmm. in that time period um, with African-Americans um, trying to establish history being better taught here in the States, it wasn't something that was embraced very well. Um, not until like the 60s when Kent State celebrated the first Black um, History Month. And that was, of course, when it ran the course of January 2nd to February 28th. And that was in 1970. So it wasn't until like six years later that it began to take root in the hearts and minds of people that African-Americans have a place in this country and there should be more acknowledgement of their contributions. And a big thing was that was during the time of this nation's bicentennial and the president at the time was Gerald Ford. And he actually recognized Black History Month during the United States bicentennial. So that was a real, I guess, poignant moment and a pivotal time in this nation in how we were um, to recognize the contributions. Uh, The president himself, Gerald Ford, at the time encouraged the recognition of the neglected accomplishments of African Americans, not just in as as it related to slavery, um, but in all areas, their inventions, their contributions to building this government, you know, um, at the time mm. that there was a signing of the Declaration of Independence. That if you look at the actual picture, there is a black man yes. present. So, it it is, it is. So 
there's so, so much history of um pertaining to how it began. It went from a week to a month. Twenty eight days. Then it went to twenty eight <laughs> days. But again, there are places again in the world where it's still celebrated for thirty one days. So well, you know what? That's the hard part of how we can look at what's happening in our country that we would give more homage or other countries are giving more homage to our recognition and contributions than we are. And that's, you know, but again, that goes back to the history of the choosing of that particular month because of those two persons that were um, at that time known to be contributors to um, the injustice that our country faced. Yes, you're absolutely right. And you know what? This is getting really juicy. But, you know, we're going to take a break and we'll be right back with more juicy. (laughs) And we are back. Yes. Talking about African-American History Month or Black History History Month. Make you feel better. But anyway, um, you know, Mel, you made some very interesting points. Um good history lesson here I just I was thinking about what you said about how those in the UK and Ireland um, celebrated in October and which and I, I have to do some research on that because that's something that I actually I didn't know that I'm wondering what was the time period of when the slaves were taken and, and during the slave trade was was it in those months was it around the fall months that that happened because you know as we know that you know the dutch <clears throat> and the british you know captured slaves so mm-hmm. i was just wondering if that had anything to do with it you know i i was getting to that point but i had to stop because i was preparing for something else But that, like you too, I was very curious as to why they chose October. Like, again, um, to your point, is it the possibility that slave ships were arriving at that time? So that kind of set a, I guess, an initial point for any record that they have of slavery in in, in, in its existence, excuse me, in -hmm. those countries. So that's probably like one of the highlights that we can begin to pick up next when we look, you know, next week at the actual history behind black history and how it's being looked at in other nations. So, yes. And it's, it's interesting talking about slavery that um, what a lot of people don't know. And then there, there are some, this is the reason why is that, um, when we talk and we're talking biblically, when we talk about the reason why the some say that black people were slaves was because of the curse of Ham. And for those who are not, who don't, don't know the Bible, Ham was one of the sons of, uh, of um, Noah, mm-hmm. <clears throat> Ham, Shem, and, and Japheth. And what happened was after the ark, um, made land after the, the the flood then they were dispersed into different areas of the world you know ham actually stayed in africa and he was in that that region and then you had and i can't remember where 
Japheth and Shem were because one was in Europe and the other one was in Asia. Um, but the, the whole thing about the curse was that because Ham saw his father Noah naked and did not cover him, Noah cursed him. And this is where many people and slavers have gotten it confused. When man curses you, okay. But when God blesses you, <laughs> that just reverses the curse. So that's where the it stopped at man. It, it didn't even go any further. And in regard to many people saying that, um, oh, no, uh, Christianity, that's the white man's religion. No, it, it's not. It has nothing to do with color. See, we take that back to slavery where slave masters, you know, read the bread and I'm putting using air quotes the Bible to the, to the slaves and what happened was is that they created their own Bible it's called the slave Bible and in that Bible there are missing pages and I won't say missing it's just that they created this Bible and did not put in all of the Bible that we know of and um, they actually only put in certain parts that made it seem like that slavery was okay and this is what they were supposed to do um, with people of color and slaves of course you know not knowing not being educated not knowing how to read could not this is what they knew this is what they were given this is what they were told but um thanks be to god <laughs> you had those that were worshipers that believe God and excuse me and certain ones like Harriet Tubman she she was very spiritual and in in she believed everything that the Lord when the Lord spoke to her she believed it and so she already knew that he that it was it wasn't in his word that people were to be made slaves when we talk about the slave in the Bible um Yes, many people had different slaves, but they were but God said treat them like you're part they're part of the family. That mean that didn't mean to whip them. That didn't mean to hang them. That didn't mean to do anything else but good to them. You know, so it's it's very important for um the world to understand the real and true history of 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 black or african american people of you know from slaves from slavery and even before then you know and and i'm not saying and i'm not discounting any other culture yes i believe that everyone should know things about different cultures but it's very important to know your own know your own so for somebody else who is not you cannot tell you this is how you are it's very important to know that you know, so I um, <clears throat> I just really advocate people to research, get understanding, get knowledge, and and do what is necessary to cultivate it. And especially if you have children, to to actually teach and and pass it along. You know, um, pour pour into someone else. Um, and I just think it's very advantageous 
for all people to know that they know that they know. You know, Mel? <laughs> Agree. You know, know something for yourself. Don't just, just because someone says it, think that it's the right thing. But you need to know that you know and that you have understanding of what it is that you know. So therefore, you have confidence in the knowledge that you gain in finding out something for yourself. We have had such an extraordinary year of loss, Mm -hmm. great gain of so many influential African-Americans in this nation. As we look, I know we were looking at the Bible in terms of slavery, but there was a representative out of Georgia who was a graduate of Fisk University and he was about getting in some good trouble. Yes, yes. And so he did. <clears throat> We're talking about the congressman and civil rights leader, John Lewis, mm-hmm. who gave so much to this country from night, from the times in which he was part of coordinating the nonviolent committee in 1963 to 66, where he served. But he was just... He was a man small in stature, but great in voice and continued to press his way despite the obstacles. This was a young man born out of Troy, Alabama, and that he served in the United States House of Representatives. He was a man who had a wife for many years. He married in 68. He did have one child at the time. He was educated. American Baptist College, Fisk University. He was just a seasoned man who desired to not only walk among those such as Dr. King and with those, but to see things carried from one side to the bridge to the other and having equality and balance. This was John Lewis. He didn't mind sitting at the lunch counter and being publicly ridiculed. If this meant that one uh, another child would not have to endure the same thing. He didn't mind standing in a long line seeing that Others had the right to vote when though there were he walked among those who had dogs pork turned on them and hoses turned on them, condiments poured on them, ridiculed. But nonetheless, the sound of gunfire, the taunts of men in white hoods. These things never stopped him. They never turned him around. He was a pursuer of justice. And until he took his last breath, that was something that he dedicated his life to. He was a man 
yes again of small stature but of great voice in this nation so in the loss of john lewis this year in july during our pandemic it was a great loss like many others but we still are reminded of the things that he continued to pursue and that we should continue to get into some of that good trouble because there's nothing wrong with good trouble. And he was a great example of that. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Very well said. Oh, my goodness. <clears throat> we kind of got out of order here. <laughs> I said the loving me segment beforehand. I'm oh, so sorry. <laughs> no, it's okay. It's I'm okay. getting a little emotional about <clears throat> Yes, I see that, honey. Oh. <laughs> I was about to sing, we shall overcome. Oh, oh, you know? I'm at the bridge, honey. They're supposed to name a bridge that renamed that bridge, the John Lewis Bridge. And I think yes. we that's one of the accomplishments that we should see done as he walked that bridge. That was some mm -hmm. of the good trouble that you talked about. The good trouble. Yes, but yeah, you know, oh, we're it's it's the month. It's the month. So we are going to be talking more about um the histories and the 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 ways that were paved um for this society because it's not what what people have to understand that the 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 things the inventions um uh the education in medicine it it this is not just for one culture it actually catapulted something for the entire world to use you know so yes it came from the mind of an African-American, but it was for all to use. So we have to really keep that in mind, too. Amen. So so what uh, that we don't want to leave you without a word of prayer, of course. Lord, we are asking you right now to continue to bless your list, the listeners, bless their families, bless, bless the friends, the, the families, the friends of the families. We ask you in the name of Jesus, to continue to protect them. When asked for wisdom, Lord, when they ask you for wisdom, we ask with it, that they, Father, get the knowledge that is needed, that they go back and research what has been said to them to make sure that it is right. Father, we ask you in the name of Jesus to continue to cover them. Father, we ask you to heal them, Lord, and provide in the name of Jesus. And in your mighty name, we pray. Amen. Amen. So, <clears throat> we do want to hear from you. So, if you want to leave us a note on IG, leave it to us at What You Say Podcast, or even email us at What You Say Podcast Number One at gmail.com. So, whenever you hear something strange, see something odd always remember to say what you say so until next time we will talk to you then bye bye bye